Hey everybody, Shuriken Pizza here. I um, just wanted to give a trigger warning slash disclaimer. Uh, we will be talking about sexual harassment, sexual acts, and uh, allegations regarding to those. Um, because mainly they affect everyone in these communities immensely, not only in the anime and video game community, but the intersections of those as well as other communities too. So, and these discussions are immensely important for everyone to talk about. We need to have more of these discussions. So it doesn't end here. That's what I want to say about that. And also, I uh, just want to point out that this is a personal podcast collaboration, not a peer-reviewed podcast or any other sort of publication. Oh, we at the Feed from Geek Mountain make no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, correctness, or validity of any information on this podcast and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any loss, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. It is the listener's responsibility to, ver- to verify their own facts. The views and, uh, and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official po- policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. Assumptions made in the analysis are not reflective of the position of any entity other than the author's. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity. And with that being said, enjoy the podcast. I am Durham the Comic. You can find me on YouTube at Durham the Comic, and this is the feed from Geek Mountain. Welcome back once again, back again <laughs> to the feed from Geek Mountain. It's your boy Sherry Capisa here. We got Jacuz in California. Hey, chilling. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> chilling with the cat Jojo as always. I got Paz over here chilling as well. I don't know what the hell she's doing. She's overdue for her shots. What's going on? What's going on, Jacuz? You you uh watching any cool animes lately? Uh, I, I am, but I do have to make a quick note. You think you're slick <laughs> for that intro? <laughs> oh, my. Making fun of me. We're here again. Back again. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no, nah, man. Actually, I don't have an anime or video game that I've been playing lately. I'm going to be switching it up a bit. I have a manga I'm reading. Oh, so, wow. Wow. Yeah, ooh, reading is, reading is, uh... I don't know what I was going to say there. But anyways, the, the manga I'm um, checking out is called uh, PTSD Radio. Okay. And um, it's a horror manga, but it's short stories. But they tie together. It's really weird. So, um... <laughs> Great shit. I'm reading this uh, manga called PTSD, uh, PTSD Radio. Um, it's a horror manga, short stories, 
it's really good. Um, I do enjoy uh, that they all relate. A lot of the stories are. Um, it reminds me of the the ring a little bit um, because it's, it deals with like demons pulling hair and then like like demons. It, it's really weird. If you want to check out a, a trippy manga that's also going to scare you too, um, I would say check out demons uh, pulling hair. Yeah, so it's it, it it's like uh, some Japanese, um, you know, mythology and you know, uh, what, what's the right word for it? Um, urban legends and whatnot, where it's uh, like demons. Like it, it's weird. Like every demon that I've You're come across in, well. in these in these chapters. Thank you. Uh, every <laughs> demon I've come across in these chapters uh, have like a whole bunch of hair like over themselves. They kind of look like uh, you know that thing from the fucking Adams family. It looks uh, like that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, but um, it's cool because they're short stories and it, it it pulls you in because it's super fucking vague in the beginning and you don't know what's going on because every chapter doesn't relate to the last. But at a certain point, everything starts to mix uh, mix pretty well and it starts to reveal that there's an actual plot to it. Like I haven't Hiragashi? gotten far into it. Uh, say, that one, say one more time. Like Hiragashi? Yes. Yes, like just like uh, Higurashi. Higurashi. Um, it, it is just like that. Um, but I don't know. I haven't, you know, I've only gone to uh, chapter 15 so far. Uh, and everything like is starting to relate. But I don't know in the long run if it's like one giant story. Um, but other than that, though, what have you been into this week? Sure, you can. All right. I'm going to say this right now. Unpopular opinion. I don't like Demon Slayer. I don't like it. Okay. Um, here. Okay. So here's a couple things with that. One, <laughs> go, fuck your, go, go fuck yourself. Uh, two, not going to shit on Demon Slayer like that. Oh. And three, and three, Demon Slayer is a new wave. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And, and, and I, I want to I just say this, and I'll let, you go, I'll let you give your opinion on why you don't like it. But um, I feel that the newer shonens are starting to break the Don't chain or cycle oh, no. of falling oh hang on of following the same the same tropes right oh. so listen listen to what i have to say listen to what i have to say look, look, look. so what 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 do you think causes the issues with naruto <laughs> naruto and bleach we're not gonna get into this right now this is for another episode but okay let, let me say this real quick no. let me say this real quick oh my god <laughs> <laughs> New Wave Shonens are taking breaks and it's good. Uh, if that's what you, if that's what you think, um, I'm, all right, I'm just gonna say this one thing then. Uh, the guy fucking smells. The guy fucking smells. Oh, you don't like drops mic. <laughs> <laughs> this man has godlike smell features. What? What's wrong with that? There's been people in, in, in human in human. There's been people on the earth that have a really keen sense of smell. Maybe I'm gonna not use to my the... nose to figure out where to slash. <laughs> like what? Like what? how do those two things even correlate hey, with each other? People got to try to be original nowadays, man. Oh, Everything's yeah. been done. <laughs> Everything's been. That's Everything's been done, but you have to do it in a better way. <laughs> oh, if that's if that's your main reason for not liking the anime, give them Rasengan, but with fire. 
if that's your main reason for not liking anime, I will accept that and we can move on because I just, it's a good anime in my opinion. And, you know, I, I did implement this new rule that uh, no fucking, if I don't like it the first episode, I ain't, I'm not about to watch 10 episodes to get into it. We're we done doing that. That's a waste of time. But we can talk about Demon but, Slayer another time. Uh, absolutely. So if you guys haven't checked out the title of this episode by now, which you definitely have, you... Oh, God, I'm getting the burps. Okay. You're disgusting. <laughs> so, you've read the title of this episode. We're going to be talking about call-out culture and cancel culture. And no, I'm not going to do a little um, little funny, I don't know, voice thing over this this time. Because um, we're getting into some serious topics. And, and at the feed from Geek Mountain, we want to try to keep things evergreen. But call-out culture and cancel culture is going to be in our communities for forever it seems like um and it's not slowing down but and so too many different transitions we have a special guest here with us today um i informally met this guy uh in the unofficial anime central discord and seemed like an awesome guy I uh, definitely wanted him to join in on the conversation. We have Nick, the Minuteman, right here. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Is that my introduction? Is that yeah. what we're doing? Yeah, that's when you come in. Hey, how's it going? Hi. How are you doing, everybody? <laughs> yeah. Tell us about yourself, Nick. All right. So aside from uh, just irregularly shitposting and websites and discords, um, I believe you invited me on mostly because you saw that video I put out there on YouTube. Yeah, I checked uh, out a few. Checked out a few. Okay. Oh, God, you looked at more. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I believe it was a video about uh, the merits of keeping gatekeeping alive in a community. I, I Yeah, I checked out that. And then I also looked at uh, the one with like Ninja as well. I that oh, was really wow. funny. I watched the one where Hassan uh, got banned from, from Twitch. And okay. I, I did enjoy that video. And I did watch your other video about... Um, uh, gatekeeping. When I went into that, honestly, I was just like, "Ah, oh, dude, I don't like gatekeeping." But the points you made were were pretty solid. <laughs> so you started. I don't like gatekeeping. Watch the video. Yeah, you know what? yeah, yeah. Got a point. <laughs> pretty much. Where's I was my, like, my Scottish groundkeeper. I, I've gotten on my soapbox a few times about gatekeeping, where it's like, yeah. "Well, how do you expect your fandom to grow if you do, if you're blocking fans from getting in?" Was the whole thing was was my yeah. whole thing. But That's listening true. to what you say. It makes sense from that side because I, I believe that your point was that uh, you can't just enter a fandom and expect things to change, you know, like expect the material to change and expect it to go a certain way to include you into it because yeah. that ruins the originality of the content from the right from, you know, from the creator and the creator should yeah. be able to like if you're a fan of the creator, they should be able to put out whatever work they want. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, if you're on. changing it. What are you even liking about it? Like, why are you a fan if you want everything? It's like, OK. I didn't want to even go into that field, but do you know how many people watched that video and I got DMs saying, why aren't you talking about Ruby? Because I have better things than to walk into actual <laughs> cancer. <laughs> like the oh. actual Ruby fan base hates the Ruby fan base. That's how crazy it's gotten now. That's funny. I like that. Wow. I like that. I, I, and everyone's not like, really? Ruby fandom yeah. at all. So other than that, yeah, I just, uh, I, I stream, I build, I build Gundams. It, it keeps me sane. And I steal other people's formats for making my YouTube videos. I mean, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. I think you're yeah, doing an awesome job. 
Those some pretty uh, high quality videos. I'll say that definitely. All right, that's good. Thank you guys. Um, so the question is, where do you want to start from this first? Yeah. This is a fun topic. Let's. Uh, we can. We're gonna. We're gonna jump on the pro Jared train. All right. First, all aboard. And right. if you guys weren't aware of Pro Jared, um, he what what does he do? He does like reviews for like oldish games. So like a he, little he's bit basically like just a video game YouTuber type of like games as well. It, let's just say like he's angry video game nerd with a focus on retro games. And he's so he's so white about it. Like I like he's <laughs> like probably the whitest dude I've ever like seen on YouTube. And that's <laughs> he doesn't have a chin line, so probably. <laughs> Damn, and, we we about to roast my man here. I mean, can we roast him any harder than his ex-wife? He's a, <laughs> he is a public figure at this point. I, I would say, right? All right, fair enough. I think this YouTube is fair YouTube, critique. YouTube force subscribe me to him like I had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh wow. Oh yeah, that's the thing. YouTube will force subscribe and unsubscribe people. Don't ask me why or to who. It, it just does it. True. Give yourself a give yourself, just go through your uh, subscription list one day and see if you ever uh, oh that's interesting. There's a channel you used to watch all the time that's missing, or if you got like twenty channels you've never watched before. <laughs> oh geez, the, so, you, like, the YouTube that. tinfoil hat. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, just don't ban me. So, so yeah, Pro Jared. Is, uh, yeah, like yeah. I was, I actually was one of the few people that like knew about Pro Jared, and like. Okay. I think I was watching some stupid speed run or some uh, like two twin worlds or two worlds or some shit like that. And I was like, I got to know more about this game. And his, his video was the first video that came up. So I was like, all right, cool. And then he started like shelling out to like some like blue ribbon or blue plate or some bullshit. I actually discovered him when the scandal came out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of so initially I wasn't on his side. Yeah, like 90% <laughs> of the world. <laughs> yeah right until like forgot. you know i forgot he existed because the first time i heard his name was because of normal boots and oh. i only learned about normal boots because of jontron and then that shit show right. if you want to learn about call out culture and how you can overcome it be jontron <laughs> i'm gonna have to look that up later but uh oh, that's, that's a whole story we can go into that one later so the allegations towards pro jared will were that um basically he was there was some exchange of nudes uh via these two people both go by charlie um he pro jared considers he calls to like differentiate them both he calls one chai as they go by on twitter and calls the other one charlie they said he said that these news were <laughs> it's just funny talking about this but he says that these news that they were exchanged with the assumption that he knew that they were underage and that he was okay with it and that he continued to encourage them to interact with him and the difference is that this was all intentional and within his within knowledge of himself all right and um the accusations came around basically because of the first half of what made him internet infamous right the first half oh yeah what was the, yeah, what was the first the... half because he cheated on his wife or something like that uh basically i'm going to sum it up as fast as i can for everybody um 
Bro Jared made a post on Twitter saying that him and his wife are getting divorced. Yeah, uh, right, right. His wife put out a tweet saying, what are you talking about? To which she then discovered he blocked her on Twitter before announcing he was divorcing her publicly. So that was how she found out. To which then, if you ever dealt with a woman when you've done that to her, just in any situation in your life where you block her on social media, she decided to go full beast mode. <laughs> right. And, and okay, yeah. the but, weird thing about that is why would you announce your... You wouldn't tell the person that you're divorcing them. You put it on social media. But that this was, isn't, this but isn't about, yeah, I want to stray yeah. away from the relationship as far as possible. Oh, yeah. just, wanna, just, just for flavor so everyone understands how this all came about. But yeah, that, that was a huge, that was a huge thing that like how this started like blowing up. Yeah. And, and so she basically outed him um, saying that he was exchanging nudes over uh, Tumblr. Yes. Basically with six year olds. And the weird part was <laughs> that she was aware of it and okay with it. Yes, in her in her words, she was aware of the exchanges because she's super far left and t- took it as a body positivity exercises. Right. So she was absolutely okay with it because it's just pro Jared making his fans feel better. Okay. But even she said, "You have to be careful, dude. You might be showing your dick to a to a teenager." Right. So, um, going down mm-hmm. like go down the arguments of basically like a, a really brief too long didn't read like oh yeah chai <laughs> chai basically came out and just said pro jared sexually assaults uh, sorry pro jared sexually manipulated me via tumblr when i was underage and you know as verbatim uh from the mm-hmm. post uh mind you at this point of the podcast the allegations are deleted so you won't be able to find them other than like just screenshots from other people. Um, yes. So you'll and, just have and to... also Chai, Chai and the other accuser have. Uh, I want to uh, fo- lock their profiles. I want to focus this on Chai though because I think okay. Chai's instance is very interesting, uh, as we all case, know. Just just to clarify, the reason why everything's been deleted is because Pro Jared made a response video, and he showed chat logs and uncensored video logs and everything else that he had access to. Right, and these were edited by Chai, who said that he, that Pro Jared was aware that she was sixteen, but in the text, Chai, Chai identifies as he. Um, just want to say that. Uh, say that one more time. Yeah, yeah. Chai Chai identifies as he him. He him. Okay, my apologies. Well, okay. he he alleges that, um, you know, uh, Pro Jared knew that he was sixteen, and that he was okay with it and even showed uh, text messages to prove that pro Jared came back with the actual text log showing that it was edited. And I believe in the text log, he actually, no, that's, was that's, 18, no, that's right? you're confusing that with Charlie. I'm talking, I'm talking about Chai, the first instance. Okay. Um, well, my bad. So, so let me continue. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, no. basically like Chai has sent like, uh, a lewd picture of, uh, when back when Chai was tra- before Chai had transitioned of Chai's squashed breasts with a caption saying I'm 16 so no more or something along these the lines of di- or something along those lines and then it, then it's specified that uh definitely specified that I was 16 um afterwards uh Chai had like people demanded proof from Chai of like the chat logs uh, between Chai and Pro Jared, and as you would want, 
Yeah, of course. And Shia stated, people uh, people keep demanding proof that I personally talked to Jared. I cannot provide that. So what Jared claims is his word versus Chai's word and then turns it around to make Chai's word versus Chai's word. Yeah. So unfortunately, it doesn't help when if you make an accusation against me and you say, hey, I have the evidence of A, B and C. And then you go, cool, cool. Here's my evidence of you never saying A, B, and C. That's when it becomes a matter of, um, are you guys aware of internet detectiving? Detectivery? Detectivery? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like forensic work. You can, you, there's a lot of telltale signs for finding out something's been edited. No matter how good you are at a video editor, unless you're dealing with like top grade, we're talking a thousand dollar Adobe kit. There's telltale artifacts that happen when you edit things. It's usually in the inspect elements and in the pixelization. Unless you are like godly amazing at it, there's a lot of telltales. And if you ever got a chance to visually see these chat logs, they're a mess. There's misspellings in actual like between posts of the actual username. Like that, that doesn't happen. That means you type that in there. Mm. I, yeah, I like. I also get that. Like you can also like edit like the active browser text or like oh yeah um, the was the worst well. thing that ever happened to people trying to keep things honest oh like, for you sure never have given us access to that what's wrong with you so what i wanted to point out was that like you know like jared he makes some very interesting statements in this video of uh what is, what's it called you've been lied to yeah and He's, he says which i just think is really uh interesting uh he says uh people are more likely to believe whoever fires first why else mm-hmm. was why else would i can't read my own notes why else <laughs> why else would he accuse me unless i'm guilty and so this brings up the notion of like uh enthymemes that aristotle claims uh you know basically it's like um it's basically like a it's like a three-part deduction deduction uh argument right um so it starts with a major premise a minor premise and then like a conclusion so what jared what what pro jared is saying is one as a major premise people who are accused are guilty right uh the minor premise chai accused pro jared himself and then the conclusion pro jared is guilty right he goes Mm -hmm. on to state that like this is like a uh like a fallacy of like what uh poisoning the well as well a lot of ways yeah isn't like isn't that kind of fucked up though like could we it's unfortunately it's human nature because the way people view it thankfully america the american legal system kind of is training the human mind not to think that way but the way people behave is if someone's made an accusation, you have to work your ass off to prove you didn't do it. Unless it's hard evidence, like um, your sterling reputation would say otherwise. If someone walks up and just pointed at you and said you committed a crime, people are going to look at you and say, why'd you do that? Versus why would you accuse him of that? Yeah. It's just the way the human brain works. It's rapid association because as much as everyone wants to say they're usually nihilistic or, you know, very skeptical, they take people's words for it and then they want to work backwards. Exactly. So 
Pro Jared, he he claims this like method, like he will rather he claims that his methods like showing us, I guess almost in real time that he has complete proof, which uh, Aristotle writes, uh, just to bring him up. Um, mm-hmm. When people think that it's like complete proof is the, the idea of when people think that what they have said cannot be refuted and the matter has now been like demonstrated and completed. So while he does open up to some points that like what his words, how his words can be refuted, he does make the statement towards Chai's instance when um chai identified as charlie um or like more like uh in a feminine way uh where like chai had hurt himself previously playing basketball and then was hospitalized and then long story short long story short claimed that chai had uh psychosis yeah Uh and then and then goes on to say if if this story is false, then how do then how does one come to trust Chai's word? And then if true, how does one come to, to trust Chai's word? Oh, it's a valid statement, right? If, if someone's if someone's crazy, can you take the word of a crazy person? And if it's made up, can you believe what they say? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Right. You're putting a, a stigma on someone, and unfairly so. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's it could it could have been a, a myriad of different things, but it's not that we are putting a stigma on them or invalidating them, but by the definition of psychosis that they claim that they had, yeah. <laughs> it's, like if someone's having hallucinations in their head about something that you've done or said, how can you possibly disprove that? Because they'll never believe you that you said, I never said that and I was never in your house. Well, I remember you were, so why are you saying I'm a liar? And that's how things get off the wall so fast with so many people. Um, a good example of that would be when people are taking SSRIs, oh, certain ones, I should say. Um, they tend to cause an issue in the brain that shuts down the REM system. So your everyday memory becomes your dream memory at the same time. So you know how you're not supposed to remember your dreams when you have a fu- like fully functioning, no problems whatsoever mental system? Yeah. Well, if you're taking these certain antidepressants or SSRIs, you don't have that your dream is reality to you so if you had a dream that you went to to, you're 28 years old and you went to school in grade school and you punched your teacher in the face you're gonna wake up and went yeah didn't i punch my teacher in the face yesterday and people are gonna look at you like you're insane because you you didn't go to school and you didn't punch anybody and you will sit there deadpan and believe this happened to you so essentially what pro jared is asserting is that since chai had this uh episode i guess we'll say um it's a long episode it, yeah it, it's taking, like, a, you know it's taking these like antidepressants that she could have had a, or he could have had a dream that could've this dream. supposedly or, happened yeah or somebody convinced them of it or because if they don't if they truly believe something do they believe it like do they think you did this thing would they not pursue you thinking you did it 
right. and how do you and how do you possibly dissuade them of that? Because people don't like. I mean, you guys have been around long enough. Just in the last ten years, you could have looked mm-hmm. in the media. How often do people like to question people who claim to be victims? Oh, all all the time. All the time. Right? Yeah. No, they hate it because you get yelled at for doing it. You're not supposed yeah. to question the victim. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, but like people still, people still do it, and they get called, oh, yeah. they get called out for to. like victim, victim blaming, essentially. Exactly. They they make it into a social stigma, which is how and it makes things worse. I don't think that's how I don't think that's how it's, how it should go because mm-hmm. you you should be inquiring on both sides of what happened, and it's okay yeah. to have some kind of doubt that your story is even true. And yeah. it sucks that like you know it becomes like victim shaming, and now it's like now you're 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 a victim blamer, and so like you're a piece of shit, and your opinion doesn't matter, and that and sucks because you have to search part. out the truth. Are you ready for the best part of this? What's Do up? you know what happens when the situation gets that bad, and that you get called all these horrible things, and your reputation has been ruined, and then for some reason the person accusing you of these things or the other person in question gets proven to be a liar? What's the ramification? No, what's the ramifications for that? Nothing. They don't. They don't get anything. They don't cancel. They don't do anything like that. And the person's reputation is pretty much like destroyed at that point. Like uh, a prime example of that is, uh, and I always bring this up, is Aziz Ansari. He was accused of raping a girl. Yeah. And it turned out not to be true. He even apologized, addressed it, and everything. But he had to like basically take a year off. Like Aziz disappeared for a year because of how people reacted um, to her story, you know? Yeah, Aziz and Sorry. Do you remember Chris Hardwick? Yeah. Look what happened to him. His girlfriend accused him of horrible things. It oh, took that's every wild. single person in his organization to say that's she never worked for us and she never it's never happened. What are you talking about? But okay. speaking of like bigger bigger celebs, um or are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Boy, I don't talk. know. I feel like uh, okay. Well, right, what well, we got? <laughs> Speaking of like people outside of the the YouTube like uh, content creator base, uh, we have the infamous voice actor of Edward Elric and Broly from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Thank okay. God. Watch oh, we do is, can we do the intro song? Because hopefully he never hears us and wants to have us all destroyed. Oh, yeah, on his Discord? No, no, just his intro song for me is always going to be Menomina. Oh, no. no. Tell me you've never heard the story about our beloved Vic Manana. Uh, um, the, there's a convention. I won't say the name of it, but I think you've been to it once or twice. I'm sure. Um, so he was a guest at the convention and you know how bigger conventions they'll actually have radios and stuff for the staff to keep in touch right so yeah. it was time for his panel and they were getting ready to clear the area so he can go in there and there wouldn't be any problems and for some reason his name it sounds fun because if you don't know how to sound say it out properly yet everyone always screws it up right yeah well people on the radio started going do 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 manamana for about three minutes straight so you have the entire staff just singing along to Menomino. Well, how do you think that went over? Because guess who's standing right there next to all the staff members on the radio? Oh, no. Vic is standing right there. He just grabs the radio and is like, I can hear you. Oh, my God. And you've never heard radio silence so quickly. And that's one of my favorite stories just because you can just, he's not mad. He was just like, are you guys serious right now? Because they, they didn't stop. What a what a ridiculous 
it's just, it's just an example of like, that's just a funny story to me because everyone's like, well, that's just proof to me of how much of an a-hole he is. I'm like, would you want to hear someone mocking your name for minutes at a pop when you're trying to do something? Not at all. Sometimes. I mean, we can't all be nebbishing and, you know, just get drunk and steal a radio and start making wolf sounds in the middle of the convention. <laughs> oh, you don't know about Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Afro-san? No, but... The, you, the creator of Excel Saga? Go ahead and, like, run us through, run, run, run it down right. for uh, the viewers oh, at I'm, home. I'm the, Vic, I'm the Victorian? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give us, give us a right. rundown on him. Pop a minute, man, gonna teach you. All right, so... Vic Manana is a pretty prolific, let's go prolific, all right? Prolific voice actor. He's been in the business for at least 25 years or more. I, it's hard for me to keep track as, you know, a lot of the earlier companies don't exist anymore. Yeah. But like, <laughs> he's, been, he's been involved for so long, most of us grew up with his voice. Like Yu Yu Hakusho, the first run of, um, oh, wow, he's been in a lot. He did, he did the original voice for Broly. We got him in... Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. There's a name a lot of shows he's been on. A lot of Funimation stuff, some Viz Media stuff, some Oceans. So he's been in the business for a long time. And he's kind of got a cult following. And look, he definitely has a, a cult following. Will we say that's an accurate assumption? Cult following? Okay, I wouldn't call... He, okay, yeah, it might be. Uh, I don't he, know. He has a, you can make that I argument. He has a following. Okay. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Has a, he has a okay, dedicated fan base. There you go. Right. Okay, dedicated fan base. So he's actually got his own personal draw. You got his name on a convention. You know you're going to get a decent amount of people who are actually just showing up for him. Like that's kind of like the level of loyalty he's got in his fan base. Right. And we're not talking hundreds. We're talking thousands. Because hey, you put you put Vic in your convention, you're going to sell tickets. Yeah, and we're talking like thousands for a convention. People are like, well, what's a thousand fans for a convention? That's a lot of money. Yeah. For a small convention, that can make or break you. So, he, so as we're discussing with any level of fame, you guys know, or anybody should know by now, certain people start to get jealous or they just don't like you because you're famous and people just, for some reason, a lot of people have a personal aversion to anybody with any level of fame. So there's always going to be people who just hate him. And that's kind of uh, bored this underground industry of anti-Vicness on the internet, okay? So you kind of have these two camps where it's pro-Vic, anti-Vic. So over the years, I only started hearing about them recently, like four years ago is the first time I actually heard these accusations. But apparently they've been on the underground for quite a while that Vic is a man who is very touchy with his fan base. An accurate assumption we can put that down that's accurate that is okay and even uh admitted to via his yeah. twitter uh post yeah he's he's overly affectionate or at the very least way too close with his fan base yeah yeah so, he, sh he shouldn't be touching people and kissing on people like he does basically yeah well okay Which, he says it yeah. verbatim that he comes from an affectionately ex expressive family where such displays are commonplace. I would just yeah, say you... Southern. I've dealt with Southern people. They're all over you. <clears throat> so, so ignoring that kind of detail. So there's also the other side of, because unfortunately, if you've dug into this long enough, you'll hear um, this under tide thing, because he's also very, a little bit more rare in the industry, is that he's also a devout Catholic, not Catholic, Christian. Yeah. So he's very religious, which if you've dealt with enough people on the internet, 
or Tumblr for more than five minutes, you know how they feel about that stuff. <laughs> so the anti-Vic camp tends to be very venomous with that knowledge. So anything he does is automatically in that view of a Christian, not just as a man. Yeah. Mm. And it, uh, unfortunately, a lot of it is Tumblr-style rage. And if anyone's dealt with Tumblr rage, you know exactly what you're in for. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. So the accusations are twofold. One, you have accusations that Vic is anti-homosexual. Which I have to say, if you've ever seen him, it's hard to believe that. Yeah, like there were there were claims in which stated that he couldn't sign any like Yahweh or like anything oh, that wasn't yeah. like basically like, you know, straight Christian. In his words, he doesn't want to sign anything that's not canon. Yeah. In his words, it's canon. So uh, also, I don't blame him. If you ever, how would you feel like, okay, a lot of conventions aren't private. Like the new style of going to conventions where you have a private booth with the person you're talking to, like a, like a closed off section and you can get an, you can get like a quick little talk and sign a thing and then you walk off on your own. That's kind of new for conventions. So years ago, like five years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, conventions were like your guest would be in a long table with a bunch of other guests. Right. Right. How would you feel if you have to be next to a woman and an older gentleman who's your, let's call him a pro, like your, uh, your manager or your direct voice director. You've worked with this man for five years. He's in his 60s. He's, you know, how would you feel if, when you're doing this and you're surrounded by people you would consider your peers? Some 14-year-old girl walks up to you and asks you to sign her art. And you're like, oh, thanks, sweetie. I'll sign your art. And it's a graphic picture of Edward Elric just giving it to a smaller, naked version of his brother. Yeah, understandable. He doesn't want to sign that. And, and, but by initiative, that's the thing. That exact, that exact story is exactly what happened. He refused to sign something that he felt wasn't accurate or something he felt comfortable signing, which, holy crap, I can go into that detail. So this person <laughs> has been on a crusade. Like, they are on every single blog that's anti-Vic, calling him anti-homosexual. He hates the fans. He's a bigot. He doesn't like people because he refuses to sign their Yahweh art. Which is kind of like, that's a stretch. Yeah, that, that really is a stretch, because it's like... It's another, it's another, I feel like it's another... There's a reason why we're gatekeeping, my boys. Or that too, yeah. But like, no, so there, that's one tacit of the argument, okay? So that's their proof. He won't sign Yahweh art, so he hates the gays, okay? That's, 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 uh, let's fold one for the Vic hate. Fold two for the Vic hate is he is overly touchy, or at the very least, so heterosexual, it's offensive. Because so the, the first person, the only person that has any collaborating evidence to any of the claims that have been put out against him is a girl who was 16 or 17 at the time, went to all of her friends to get the signature from Vic Maniana, and it was a group of them, and he basically took a photo with every single one, so like five girls in total, and they all wanted a hug and a kiss from him. And the girl who's complaining was the last one of the picture was the last one to take a picture. So he gave her a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And to her, I can understand it from one side of the perspective that that was a violation. I don't like it. How dare he do this? At the same time, what just happened? He was in a group with four other girls. Yeah. Everyone in the group said, we want to do this. You said nothing and just stood there. You weren't looking cringy. You weren't looking like you recoiled because the picture's out there. She holds the picture out there. So I'm not, I can't attest to her mental state of what she felt like, but there was no effort on you saying, whoa, dude, what are you doing? It's a, okay, picture, hi girls, hi, kiss, and next. Hi girls, kiss, hi. It's, that's what he was doing. It's like a conveyor belt for him. 
Right, and this wasn't something that he suggested. It was something that the group suggested in the girls. Oh, he, hasn't grab, he hasn't grabbed the girls and be like, I'm going to kiss you. Mwah, here you go. Yeah, yeah the girl is the outlier who didn't speak up and say anything and is now accusing him of being a homophobe and, yeah, and all this so, other stuff, right? And there's a bunch of other, they're like, there's not that many because unfortunately the Kick Vic move. Oh, I didn't mention that, did I? I apologize. On the internet right now, the Kick Vic side and there's the I Stand With Vic side because yeah. again, there's two camps. And once the accusations came out, well, these are the. I'm sorry, I got off track. Sorry. No, uh, you're fine. That's just the. That's this is the underground. What I just described this entire five minutes was what has been building up for what just happened with the kick Vic idea, with the call out culture. So now I think it's, have, I think it's interesting. Yeah? No, I think it's interesting. You're, you're touching on like this point yeah. of uh, one of the divisions of oratory, as Aristotle calls it. Um, yeah, this is not a new issue in the anime community. It's always oh, kind of been there. Yeah, um, like the, I am. Yeah, I'm in personal contact with a few different convention runners, and they are aware of it only because certain people on their staff are on that side, and they just hate the guy with a passion. But they've never been able to say why. Yeah, it's so like, suddenly now that the now that this issue is public, now everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's why I hate him." I'm like, "Bitch, I know you. You hate him because he's white. Don't lie to me." So it's it's this like. It's this, these two sides, one is attacking and one is defending. And yeah. that's one of like, that's one of like the division of oratory. It's called forensic, okay. Uh, okay. Where, it, where it deals with the past. So it's like one side is establishing justice or uh, the injustice of an action that was dealt uh-huh. uh, in the past. So we have all these accounts, and there's a ton, as you stated, there's tons of accounts that you can easily look up from mm-hmm. uh, all these personal anecdotes from Vic touching and kissing people to apparently like missing kids found in a hotel room. Um, not sure about I that one. Didn't hear about that at all. I yeah, there was it's there a was of, a case. There's of a that. lot of source requirements. Anything involving this right now to me requires sourcing, because the lawsuit that occurred, which I'll explain the lawsuit in a second. Um, one of the main sources for the lawsuit was a website which is called Pretty Little Liars, which is equivalent of like Ooh. a fake callout blog. Okay. Anybody can just make a post. It's like Wikipedia for just calling people out. Hmm. So that's their uh, that's their legal justification. That's fine. So um, so for the kick fix thing, I'm gonna exp- there's two things I need to explain. First, what happened is then out of nowhere, another prominent voice actor in the community came forward and didn't say what happened, but just said eh, basically they talked with their attorneys in the Funimation. And they are coming forward with things that have happened. It was very hush hush. Everyone was like, what the hell does that mean? And then all of a sudden, well, fine, fuck it, you want to know, they name dropped. And they said it's Vic. Then when Vic then, because this is all occurring like the week before the official US release of the DBZ or Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Uh. Mm-hmm. So it was all like, everyone's like, what, what is going on here? Um, then more people started showing up. You had other voice actors and cosplayers get involved. And then Vic did the cardinal sin of, car- of call-out culture. The thing that kills you almost instantly in every example. Vic apologized. Mm. 
because it didn't matter if he was innocent or guilty. He apologized for, and you even heard it, you, you touched on his original apology, right? What yeah. he said he did. You did. Yeah, he never he, said he did anything wrong. He's like, I'm sorry. This is how people feel about it. And I won't do that anymore. Which means he, he screwed up on two folds to me because these are this is an old internet rule ever since the era of Gamergate, which I gave you guys a quick primer on. He, and I did read that he did it. it I I read his his statement on Twitter and uh-huh. also that that he admitted to pulling another voice actress's hair, but then yeah, later retracted the, the hair it. Story. Yeah, the hair story is a weird one because it's a matter of verbiage. Yeah. Like, he said, I pulled her hair. She said, he tugged my hair. He said, well, I pulled it, but I held it in my hands to play with it. And, and then there's also the, the case of where uh, he touched a girl's knee. And that lined up with her story a little bit. Um, where yeah. I, I guess he she was in his room. Um, but he said that they were in her room or something like that. And there was never like a a definitive, like, this is there's where a, you're, you're at. And this is where it happened. But yeah, the there's a lot that, of that. Yeah, the thing that linked up in the story was the fact that he touched the back of her leg, um, you know, without without asking, essentially. And, you know, I didn't know that he, in his family, he was openly, um, they're openly affectionate with each other, and they're just like that. Uh, so, like, I think that that plays against him, you know, like, admitting that and saying that, you know, yeah, yeah I did touch her leg. Yeah, that was the problem. He admitted to everything in the initial accusations. Now there's a whole new wave of accusations after that, which are now in oh, the yeah. lawsuit that's oh, occurring. No, we're, we're not going to touch on that. On those. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's pure chaos. The, the jelly bean incident, for starters. But uh, what, I found, what I found interesting was that, like, a photo... Yes. There was a photo taken, and... another. It was a photo taken with, like, an actress and another gentleman... And it was told that Vic had to sit like, b- like between, like on the outskirts of the woman, of the voice actress woman, and okay. um, the gentleman was was told by the by the voice actress that she felt uncomfortable next to Vic when another, yeah, when <laughs> when another. A uh, photo had resurfaced of them, of Vic being between both of them at that same panel years and years ago, with like a what like a date stamp on the photo showing it's like uh, legitimacy, I guess. Um, yeah. And like all exa- examples in this situation, um, ignore that. It was it was funny because. Basically, like this guy, he was he had previously stated, like, yes, I remember her telling me that Vic is being creepy and, and uncomfortable, but then later admits and says, you know what, I don't think we had that conversation. Hmm. Yeah, there's um, a lot of people involved in this are unfortunately very afraid to get involved. And I don't blame them because if you've ever dealt with voice actors, the community is very small. And if you choose a side on this, you're in trouble. It doesn't matter which way you fall. That's true. I do. I do feel that. Which is why I've constantly had to tell people when they want to like scream a wire and these people talking out, because imagine you're on like a, let's see a good example. Uh, you're in a boy scout group, right? Yeah. 
even if even like say it's a decent sized Boy Scout troop, you got 30 people in your Boy Scouts. Like what usually happens in these, it breaks up into cliques. You're gonna have your three, usually breaks up into cliques of five to ten. So you're gonna have at least five, three, uh, four or six different groups of kids just hanging out doing their own thing. Well, the trick is it's also you have the adults and you have the troop leaders. So you, you don't wanna aggravate that balance because what happens when you screw around? Someone's gonna bring the attention down on everybody and it screws everything up. For sure. So click one and click two are having beef because it's the jocks and the nerds. The geeks and the goths don't want to get involved because if they do, it's gonna it's gonna have more people show up and then the Scoutmaster is gonna rearrange the tents and now everything you're gonna try and do for the rest of the weekend's ruined, right? What what do you gain out of this now? Instead, just sit back, let the chaos happen. It's somebody else's problem now. Oh well, I'm not going to camp anymore. <laughs> and what what are, what are we saying this in reference to? The like uh, we're talking about the voice people, actors, like people coming out in 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 basically accusing him, or people coming out or and defending def- him, defense or attack. Got you. From, yeah, because nobody wants to. Because there's a lot of voice actors, like in the initial instance, um, one person's evidence against Vic. This is the most bizarre thing to me. This is how I, this we're talking about call out culture. Her evidence that Vic is everything everyone said about him is Vic was present at a party where she was sexually assaulted. And because Vic was there, he's he's responsible. Like, that's the level of crazy that this started becoming. Because that's when the guy she accused is like, are you talking about me? And then she actually had friends who were on her side saying, wait. Are you saying we're responsible too? Well, no, no, you're my friends. It's okay. So that's when things started getting crazy. It's very. Like, I'm gonna walk away from this and just watch it from the outside. Yeah. I, I the words I used is this is an anime gate. Yeah. It's becoming anime gate. If you are a fan of anime or voice acting or the con scene, um, your best bet for this is to not get involved because the more people who do, the worse it's gonna get. Yeah, it's just going to continue to spiral, and also because this community is really small too. Yeah, it it it, it everyone knows everyone essentially, so it's like mm-hmm. you, you get a whole bunch of people attacking, accusing, and so on and so forth. Then you get people that don't want to work with each other, and then you it it it, it it's dividing everyone essentially. So, so it's like speaking of divisions, divisions and anime communities and anime communities, uh, one that hits really close to home for. I guess technically all of us, or at least me and Jacuz. Um, all right. Uh, definitely, we got to talk about big man Ryan Kopf. Uh Literal and figur- figurative in this case. If you haven't seen this man up close, he is. He's he's a he's a burly guy. He's bi- but is he big enough to cry when the cops come to arrest him because he's waving his sword at people? Probably, actually, I can actually see him as like a cop. <laughs> no, no, this is a no, no. This is no. man who cried because he had a domestic violence charge really? filed against him. And when the cop showed up to file to issue him the charge, he decided to stand there with his sword on his belt like he's a fucking knight. The cops didn't take yeah. kindly to that, so he started crying I mean, when they pushed him to the ground and took it and cuffed him. He does have the ponytail going yes. for him. So it's like, <laughs> what were you expecting in that situation? You were talking to cops with a fucking samurai sword on so, your personnel, kid. So it's like you're too deep in anime. Go on. He's Dante, don't you know? They're all Dante. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I wasn't aware of this until it was brought to my attention. I wasn't sure if I'm not sure if anyone else outside of uh, Ryan's crew, Ryan's circle, was okay. also aware of what was going on. Probably though, uh, according to like a few testimonies, but um, this individual uh, that goes by Mel Ray on Facebook had made a post on I believe one of I think the like like an anime central page one of the anime central pages mm-hmm. and the I can't find the post has been taken down as of now I, oh, I can't yeah. anything it. controversial they take down so I can't find it. it was up for a minute though um yeah, to be you fair. screen cap that stuff no on they delete that stuff quick but it basically consisted of over like an excessive amount of testimonies all screenshots from a bunch of different people uh-huh. uh either accusing comp of his misconduct towards other congoers to other women um in a very uh sexual way yeah um I, I, I'm not going to drop names and because I don't want these people to get in trouble because they're still involved in the community themselves. Because, again, it's all pretty homogenous as far as the community goes. But there are – if you can find somebody who's honest and not usually involved in the, as they call it, cough cons, you will hear, you will hear horror stories. Like, mm. um, for example – he, so wait, 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 hang yeah. on. So like, let's get into this real quick because I, yeah. I don't know much about Ryan Kopp besides the last allegation that came out, which was in 2018, that he raped a girl at Anime Midwest um, and that the police got involved and he's banned from the Hyatt Regency in Milwaukee and he's also banned from Anime Midwest. That's what I was reading in this Anime News Network um, article. What what else yeah. did he do? What, what are the allegations that he had? Um... Well, he had the accusation of the rapes. Anime of, Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, he was Anime Milwaukee. Yeah. No, he was at he was at Anime Milwaukee, but he, he's not. That's not his con. He just yeah. constantly show up there. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Uh, Anime Milwaukee is a Anime Central con. Got you, got you. Which they, have, I don't know why he would show up there, considering he's pretty much barred from Anime Central because he keeps uh, he keeps trying to poach staff from them. It's yeah. Really weird. But um, no, so he, there's a lot of things he has. Uh, you have domestic violence. You have oh, yeah. um, judicious over abuse of lawsuits to shut people up. Yeah. And not just about accusations about him, but if you talk shit about his convention saying it's, uh, you know, a boring goddamn miniature anime central knockoff. He, uh, he would try to sue you into the ground. Hmm. But the fun part is, it's not to sue you. He would sue you to scare you because most people can't afford litigation. Right. And most people who would shit talk him would be like, you know, small podcasts and bloggers. So instead of just saying, dude, shut the hell up or, you know, defend your convention like an adult, he would send out his lawyer because he actually had enough disposable income to do this. Not so much now. He, uh, he's $8,000 lighter. Still driving that Tesla. Not for long, because that's going to get seized as well. To, so what's happening with Tesla. him right now is he's currently in, um, is it civil or is it criminal court? I think it's civil right now. Uh, didn't the, do too much. rape allegation. Didn't, didn't do too much on it. Uh, I haven't really even kept up on it either. 
other than well, yeah. talking to uh, Mel about it uh, personally. Okay. Well, but, basically, let's sum it up without getting into too much detail. Uh, the primary accusation is that he took a girl with him to Japan on multiple trips and would uh, sexually assault her in Japan. That was a nice little summary. It was, yes, yeah. but what made everything very interesting, which, yeah, well, basically what made everything very interesting is that he made this statement, um, you know, uh, clearly claiming that he did, that it was completely uh, consensual, at least with one case, with one victim. Showed the, and then he showed the pictures of the act. So, showed a picture of the act and included an audio recording oh, of. Oh, my nigga, I completely forgot about that. Of a very yeah. consensual, yes, 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 during the, during the act of intercourse, one could assume. Yeah. So that's where things get fun dealing with this kind of stuff because that was his brilliant big brain move. Well, <laughs> was that, that a big that, brain that, move? Was oh, that sarcasm? A big brain move happens. Um, <laughs> he decided to defend himself in this. His she sued him now because I guess the uh, what do they call that? The sexual limitations for a criminal charge had passed. Mm, yeah, because it happened so long ago and she was so young and there's a lot of stories with that one um, but basically she shoot him now because he's always been bad mouthing her anytime it would come up he would just shit talk her so she right. has grounds for defamation and harassment because he also has a bad habit of sending his minions to shut her up mm. well in the court case a deposition has to occur right because it's a defamation suit he did not talk at all or listen to the lawyer or the judge of course so here's the thing you have the right to remain silent all that but you do know what you don't have the right to um telling the judge to fuck off basically you don't because if you want to find out what happens when you piss off a judge go look at ron blagojevich so he essentially (laughs) just like didn't say anything in court Uh, he was belligerent he refused to answer or if they gave an answer he would refuse to answer the question because like if you've watched the vic manana case you have a pretty good example how a deposition in this situation goes down they ask you a question they want a yes no that's it they don't want a clarification they don't want to oh well that's not what it says or uh let me let me explain it's like this is what happened yes no if you're smart you answer i don't recall he refused mm-hmm. to do that, and he would want to argue every single point to the point and he, where and the, he's he's representing himself, right? Yes. Oh, that's to the your point first where mistake. The, ju- where the judge is like, "Stop that!" And then he would just keep doing it to the point where the judge started feeling he was being belligerent, and he warned him. Well, it got to the point where the judge got so pissed off with him, he levied an eight thousand dollar fine on him for belligerence. <sighs> $8,000 and then issued something. It's still, the court is still, the case is still going on. This is in lieu of everything else. He has now issued a public order that he is not allowed to talk to or about the girl that's in the lawsuit in any way whatsoever, or it's going to be considered further harassment, nor is he allowed to have any of anybody associated with him talk about or talk to her. He's just digging a hole for himself, huh? Well, because he's gotten away with this kind of stuff for years. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now it it sparked this whole like can't like basically like like Vic uh like kick Vic it's yeah. this whole like hashtag cancel conf where people are refusing to go to his conventions, especially after the incident that was Anime Midwest twenty nineteen. Um 
for most con goers that went there, I would, I would probably was it, imagine. Was it not a good convention? Was it not fun? It, there were some things that did not make it enjoyable for some people. Was I would it having say. staffers harass you for your badge every 15 feet? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say harass, but there were there probably there were some uh, some staffers that just did not care, did not show up. Oh, um, oh so w- you went to you went to Ryan's convention? Oh, I you actually worked for him, right? Yeah, yeah. I volunteered uh, to for Anime Midwest 2019 actually. So I got mm. to hear a lot of interesting things, but at that same on that same side of the coin, I also actually made a lot of people's experiences very enjoyable at the same time on a, a very consensual level <laughs> but uh it's Shooting your own horn i see how it goes uh, you gotta plug you gotta plug your your sex adventures in no here. i didn't mean it like that no <laughs> oh did you did you attend the third floor orgy no no but you went um, to one of those late night hentai panels but i mean i i address this in like <laughs> in an earlier podcast, but basically like everyone, everyone who had like an issue about the convention or how it was running, I made sure if like, if I encountered them, that the issue was fixed. Uh, whether that was just simply like, can we get these mics to work to like, Hey, my panel got canceled. How do I like fix this out? You know, how do I work this around? Um, Did you actually see, did you actually see Ryan or? Oh yeah. I worked damn near, Pretty much under him, um, and, and somehow, <laughs> what's and, your what's your opinion? What's your opinion of him? Well, what kind of guy does he strike you? I as? think I think he I I believe that he's a hardworking guy. He did a lot of shit himself, um, from like video editing, uh, opening and closing ceremonies, to uh-huh. like like getting the rights to play uh, one of the acts that got canceled um, music. Um, during the, the performance that they had like booked. So instead of like having the actual uh, band there, they just like kind of just played their music. And he was he was the only guy like doing all of that, which was kind of wild because um, you would just imagine that would be someone else's job. OK, he he's I believe he's very hardworking, he, but he's also very hands on at, uh, at the same time. So he it was touching things a little bit too much during one of the raves and like a subwoofer uh just fucking damn near exploded. Um settle. But yeah, it was kind of it was kind of wild. But other than that, mm-hmm. like he was he would come in for a lot of different performances. He would show up, he would start clapping. Um but then he, you know, next thing you know, he was moving around on his little like hover u- unicycle thing. Okay. So that's my opinion of the guy. I yeah, I have caught him on multiple occasions talking to women identifying individuals in a very like I am Ryan, you know, I'm bigger than you sort of way. But flexing basically. Yeah, yeah. But I I never saw him actually, you know, do anything other than just talking at this at at the same time. Hmm. So it's interesting how we see both sides to pretty much every story. I mean, kind of aside from Vix, 
Uh, Vic is really, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. But what I wanted to get at was like, to just like conclude the podcast, like how do, what is this doing for the community? Like how, how are just regular like anime and like video game folks like supposed to take this? Do we take up sides or do we kind of just turn a blind eye to everything? Like what is, what is well, this doing? We, I think, I think the matter should be resolved by the people who are involved in it. Yeah. Um, if it's a I don't legal think, issue. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a legal issue and it's going to court and stuff like that, I think people should just, you know, let it go to court, let the courts decide, you know, obviously you have your own opinion too, and you can decide whether or not you want to still, you know, uh, I guess be a fan of these people or, you know, friends with them and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's hard, man. Um, I, I don't think it's doing any good in the community because it's just causing more and more division. But at the same time, you have to, like, if, if you got wrong, man, you got to, you got to speak up. So it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I just don't know. What do you guys think? Well, we see, we see the instance where it doesn't seem plausible at all where uh the individual the you know like pro jerry was clearly harassed and bullied so much uh from these allegations and we also see on in vic's trial that even the judge was harassed uh on twitter about the about the whole trial and dismissing um the previous like a previous case I think what we're I think what we're all missing here is that Twitter seems to be the issue. So just <laughs> yeah, just cancel Twitter. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, because uh, with cancel culture, it always links back to Twitter. Like um, going back and being like, "Oh, this person said this in 2010," and it's like, it's like if you know if you've been on Twitter long enough, in the early stages of Twitter, people used to say some wild shit on there and just do wild things. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I don't think this does any good in the community, honestly. Um, oh, it's uh, it always breeds resentment because you, oh, it becomes side versus side, and when you start doing that, there's only one end result. And oh yeah, it's going to happen because the end result is always the same. Things get destroyed, people's mm-hmm. emotions run high, mm-hmm. and nothing remains the same. What you think it is today, it will not be tomorrow, because. People are going to get fired. Uh, rules will change drastically. And everything you thought you liked about that fandom is gone now. Yeah, and, and also, too, if, like, if these people are also innocent, like Pro Jared, they have to live with the stigma that they got accused and that people really do think that he, mm-hmm. you know, like people still think that he did this. Like, you know, fans of like fans, friends or whatever of Chai and his like wife and so on and so forth are always going to believe that he yeah, he yeah. did it, even though he has refutable and okay, I won't say re, uh, unrefutable, even it's though he has like solid. evidence proving pretty, pretty solid evidence proving that the, the otherwise, like once I saw that the text messages were edited, I was like, Oh, you're lying. Like that's, that's definitive proof to me. But then personally. also at the same time, all the, you know, all the imagery in the real time editing or whatever, showing of the Twitter and showing text messages himself. They could also be edited in that same feed. Yeah. So it's it really comes down to basically his word and then how he sets up basically the argument of, you know, 
Chai's word against Chai's word. Because he even he even put down like the the dates in question in which you know like did this actually happen while you're in the hospital? You know. Yeah, because uh, the dates did line up with uh, the three. Mo- it was a three month span where um, he was like uh, suffering from psychosis, I guess. So, I believe that's what he said. It's, I, I mean, basically, like it's very Aristotelian like r- rhetoric, like being shown here. You know, we have all three divisions being shown: uh, political, yeah. forensic, and epideictic. Uh, political in, in being that like. In this like cancel conf or like I stand with Vic, uh, like hashtag movements that are going around, people are taking sides on on like to do something or not to do something, and then they're following uh, the arguments that correlate with those. Then we also have like the attack and defend uh, forensic side of things, where we have Vic's and even um, even comps followers in his circle. Um, that I, I'm still cool with like a decent number of them who still buy, like still to this day will still defend comp. And of course we have the other side, the large side of people who want comp to be canceled. Um, trying to seek justice or looking at this injustice that's being dealt. And then also we have, you know, the epideictic of the blame or praise of where you know, Vic's cult following, and I guess so much is. I mean, even if you look at Pro Jared's video, you've been lied to. It pretty much just everybody comments and is totally, to- they totally agree with this guy. And they're just praising him to the end of time. Yeah, because a fan, you're kind of talking to an echo chamber. That's one issue with it. You would, I mean, you would think so. I mean, I was hoping, I would think, I was thinking that maybe there'd be like that one poster where he's just like, this is bullshit. You know, <laughs> oh, it's possible it could have been downloaded or he curates his chat. That's I'm also true. Sure. That's all, I, mean, I mean, that could be true too. But at the same time, it's possible that these are all of his fans and they, you know, they want to believe him. And he did present some pretty, some pretty hard evidence. It was so, a good video. I also liked the video. It was right. very entertaining. Because I, I, I will tell you this: I was, I definitely wasn't like, you know, when I initially saw it. Um, I was not on his side, but then when he posted the video, I was like, "All right, I'll I'll listen to what he has to say, right?" Because you know he sort of victim in the situation himself. And uh, I mean, at the end of it, I, I was like, "Okay, maybe he didn't do this, and he just has a weird like." I, I wouldn't even say weird. It's just he's expressing himself on Tumblr, you know, like with the nudes and stuff like that. I, I don't know. It's it's hard. Uh, he did, I think he did something stupid. Yeah, he did do something it's, stupid, and, and, and you know, with the whole smart. exchange of news things, it's not. It's definitely it's not, not smart. smart. I wouldn't say it's stupid, but he didn't but do anything. He didn't do anything wrong, though. You know what I mean? He didn't do anything wrong. Leave Britney alone. Well, he did. He did other things wrong, but not the thing that people want to cancel him for. Yeah, like you like know. The, Divorcing his wife on Twitter and blocking her. What the fuck are you doing? Like, or cheating with your friend's wife, and you know, smiling yeah. in his face when you're doing it. Right. Although I could have sworn that. Um, well, I don't know. We're doing that's that's a side. Yeah, that's a, like I said. It's a whole separate issue. That's a whole separate that's, issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole different kind of worms. What I what I do like, uh, like again, like Pro Jerry, he does make some some cool statements at the end of the video, saying that like. 
like looking at the other side of, of the person's story or like, you know, just looking at the other side of the argument, basically, and seeing how it, they're being treated um, where, yeah, it's possible that these claims can be true, but it's also possible that they are false at the same time. And because of this poisoning the well tactic that these people were are like using um, to defame him, he's being bullied and harassed. And that's, that's just like, you're, it's like an endless cycle at that point, you know? Yeah. Because now it's, you have to defend yourself against accusations that you don't have any possible way to defend against sometimes. What I do think is pretty funny is that as soon as he released that video, all news about this just completely died. Yeah, and no I mean, one's going to apologize for those accusations. There were oh, some no, YouTubers absolutely who not. made some, uh, oh, for sure. some bold declarations. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And there's, like, no YouTubers, like, he's talking about, like, the YouTubers, why didn't you to me get, like, my side of the story and stuff like that? Like, he, you know, pointing people out. And it's, yeah. it's true, though. Like, no one, like, can't, I mean, I don't personally know, but it doesn't seem like anyone, like, reached out to him and talked to him about it. And they were just like, oh, yeah, no, we're just reporting on this and, you know, picking sides and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what happens. Yeah. But it's fun, trust me. Hopefully we don't have to do a part two of this in the future. Uh <laughs> again we I gotta <laughs> thank you, hopefully. But <laughs> watch out Jacuz. But uh I, I I gotta thank Nick for uh what joining you us. Watch out Jacuz. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a good boy or a bad boy? <laughs> But um, I gotta thank Nick for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for right, thanks, thanks for having for being me, guys. Um, if you want to f- watch the videos they're talking about, you can find me on YouTube at The Minuteman. That, that's exactly what it sounds like. Trust me. That's what I need. <laughs> did, you, did you have like an Instagram? Um, uh, I got Instagram, and Twitch as well. If you want to find me on Instagram, just look up Minuteman Media. If you want to watch a Twitch stream where I'm building robots and yelling about people being stupid? You can find me on Twitch at The Minuteman Media. So, yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. Just look for Minuteman or Minuteman. If you can't find me, just look for a fat dude in a blue coat with a tricorner hat. <laughs> you know, he's, uh, Nick is very findable. Um, so and I again, we want to thank everybody for listening uh, and joining us again. Uh, I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week on the mountain at 10 a.m. Um, we need marshmallows this time because last time everybody forgot their marshmallows and we only had chocolate and I don't fucking care for chocolate that much. I need some marshmallows. Ain't nothing wrong with chocolate. Chocolate is great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, until next time, folks, we'll see you on the mountain. The Geek Mountain. (laughs) This episode of The Feed from Geek Mountain was produced by Calvin Young and Sean Harden. Edited by Sean Harden and the theme song was composed by me, Yerk the Jerk. If you have any questions or you want to be featured in our weekly care package, email us at thefeedfromgeekmountain at gmail.com or say hi on Instagram at thefeedfromgeekmountain. Don't forget to favorite us on Spotify. We're just trying to climb to the top. See you guys next time on the mountain, the Geek Mountain. All right. Um... The fuck have I been watching lately? Let me refill my water bottle. I might grab a beer or two.
Why does this shit always happen to me when we're starting a podcast? Just fucking forget like what I did in my life prior to this. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool.